Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Shining like stars, stuck in the bottom and rock right in the top. You're wonderful, loving, and strong. Nothing is stronger than a woman's words. I'm the piece of the puzzle that's missing, baby. I can be the Call me Shiva. But just call me Mary Makeba. See, we run the world. Show some love for the strong
Good morning. Welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio 804 here in the prairies. It should be 1004 in New York City or is it um, somewhere in North Carolina? And about uh, 4 p.m. in Kapilimponshi, Zambia. Welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. Yes, we are just getting there to uh, 10 years uh, on live air tomorrow. Uh, the 19th of uh, of May, and uh, throughout that time, uh, we've had a lot of uh, support uh, from our uh, esteemed uh, listeners. Uh, we are very, very grateful. Uh, like Nathan was saying in the previous uh, show, um, we've, we've learned and we've grown because of a lot of um, people like yourselves who, who Join us every Saturday in the morning. Those who listen to us, uh, without your listenership, we could have closed down our 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 radio. So we are so grateful uh, that you've been part of uh, uh, this uh, venture. Let's see what another ten years. I don't know it will bring, but yeah. Dr. Patrick, let me begin with you. Uh, Dr. Patrick, you are going to be very proud of me. You, you'll be very, very proud of me, Dr. Patrick. Um, I'm always, I'm always proud of you. <laughs> no, but to, today it's worse. Let me use the negative <laughs> way to use to mean to mean. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Today it's worse. You, you, it's worse today, Dr. Patrick. So I was in a meeting, Dr. Patrick, with my friends uh, in Zambia from midnight my time here. Uh, this other gentleman was supposed to be, to be with him, but he never joined. Um, from, uh, remember our discussion when we discussed, uh, uh, was it cotton? How we broke it down? Uh, since that time, I went into uh, social media. We've created uh, a cooperative, Dr. Patrick, um, which will venture into goat, goat farming and exporting. And you were very much alive in that meeting, Dr. Patrick. Again and again and again, I talked about us before going forward, developing a business plan. Or else, my my counselor, my elder is not is not going to let me go uh, without answering qu- uh, questions. So, the meeting was well attended, Dr. Patrick, at Lusaka Hotel. Well attended, and I mean well attended. It was enthusiastic. We had a government official who came and shared to us on the formation of cooperative, what we need to do. People are opening up their farms, are opening up their houses. They want to invite the diaspora, buy a goat, bring it on my farm. I'll take care of it. But like I said before, Dr. Patrick, I kept saying, my Dr. Patrick will want to see a business plan before anything else happens. So that's how proud you should be of me, Dr. Patrick. Wow, wow. I am. I and am when you, so. yeah, um, uh, was it Nathan who said um, things we've learned over? It's sometimes uh, our our venture on, on this radio might seem small sometimes, but big things come from, big things come, come out of here, Dr. Patrick, every Saturday. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 
So I'll be reporting back one of these days. Um, you, you're going to join me. I think uh, in the next uh, every two weeks we are going to be meeting to develop uh, a business plan. Um, our target goal, uh, like we challenged ourselves here, uh, creators and everyone, we saw at the numbers Zambia as only one item which exports a billion worth of goods. The rest are in like 100, 100 million. 200. You cannot survive as a nation. The, the problems we are facing today as a country is as a result of one, having one single source uh, of exports. That's why we are where we are as a, as a, as a country. So individuals, uh, uh, groups, uh, the government officials were saying, if you want any help, is it uh, grants from uh, the, uh, the World Bank, the IMF, or the Africa Development Bank, they don't normally look at individuals. They want to see a group working together, bringing up their, their, their thinking together. Then they'll, see, they'll look to you and give you a, 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 a grant of some sort. So that's a report. I was uh, eager, Dr. Patrick, to open the show this morning and to report that. I was uh, just like excited, you know, uh, as a child, you get number one at school, your grades are high. You're just looking at uh, the door to see when your dad is coming. So you, you can tell him the good news. That's how eager I was this morning to start radio. So outstanding. I can Outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> will, you be able, will you be able to provide a report at our anniversary? Without a doubt, without a doubt, I'm trying. I think I'm time. Um, I'm trying as much as possible to invite the chair lady uh, of this organisation because what I said uh, in, in, in that meeting is that I'm going to deliver as many diaspora as possible. If the uh, the business plan is well thought and uh, well developed, uh, so that Zambia in the next five years, ten years, Dr. Patrick we should be able to export a million goods a year. That is our goal. So I would want to invite that lady to come. Yes, to come to our anniversary and uh, do a pitch. So that is uh, outstanding. how far, how far we are looking. Outstanding. Um, and and uh, Roger, Roger, yes. Roger yes, offline, Offline, let, let's talk about good manufacturing practices for for your goats. You might like as well that. start early. You might as well start early and include that into your business plan, so that you're not like only that. able to to sell it in country, you can export it out of country. I li- I like that, Doctor Patrick. Uh, I may actually arrange one of these days uh, when we, when I do the conference call. Uh, you probably be sharing uh, with us uh, a single topic, say for five minutes or so, uh, for us to include as we develop uh, this thing. We want to develop something Nathan was talking about, high-level, international recognized, international accepted. I do like that. Excellent. Yeah. On uh, the bottom of the hour, I'm going to be uh, connecting with a friend. Um, from uh, Friends of Congo is based in Washington. Uh, we just wanted to dig in. Last week I promised I was going to look for someone. 
and I found a very passionate young man uh, who are doing something about uh, Congo. I thought Congo was alone. Congo has a lot of friends. Why they are not solving the, pro the, friends, uh, the problems uh, Nathan, in, in Congo, I don't know. But they have a lot of friends. Um, so on b bottom of the hour, a friend of mine is going to join us. He's a friend of Congo based in, uh, in Washington. On top of the hour, we are asking the question, uh, some very awkward question, Eurobond debt or Eurobond Kaloba. Kaloba, Dr. Patrick <laughs> is another name for debt. When you, when you, Kaloba is as good as the, those street, uh, uh, street loans you get in the street where they want to demand your leg and your arm before you can pay. So the Eurobond, this is the statements uh, the president made at the airport about uh, KCM, the mines. Are they related? That is what we are asking. And there is a reason why we are asking that, uh, that, that, that question. Piaki, good morning. How are you? Talk, talk to me. Talk to me, my brother. Talk to me. Where are you going to export your goats to, or is it a secret? <laughs> it's, it's not a secret. Our friends, um, actually, our government have signed uh, an agreement you... with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia oh, okay. wants a million goats every year. A yes. million goats every year. Mm -hmm. All right. And yet we, and yet we signed um, that agreement. We don't even produce uh, 200,000 a year, but we signed the agreement anyway. So what's new? Yeah. Now let me give you uh, as always quick... China is always hungry. China wants food all the time. Uh, yep. They are major ex importers of goats as well. Good. So always yeah. use this as a thumb rule. Thumb rule. Have the means of feeding your own people. Then yes. what's left, you can feed others. I like that. Now, <clears throat> you can export to someone that wants it, but try to export to the United States. They're going to put a tariff on it because we have goat producers here in the U.S. And the tariff is designed to protect their business. Did you know that the United States Department of Agriculture, if you want to start a goat farm, they will provide you with the kid goats to get you going? Did you know that, Dr. Patrick? That's how government assists businesses here in that particular area. And you and Zambia have many, many what we call infancy industries. That's correct. Well, that is correct. then the, the government of Zambia is supposed to protect those industries from outside who are doing the very same thing but have been established a long time and thus have an unfair advantage against your business. And they do it by imposing tariffs. Now, one thing that, I, that we can't do in the United States, your goats is going to go from Zambia to Saudi Arabia. Now, I don't know if your government will impose a tax on you shipping goats out, but in the United States, they can't do that, according to the Constitution. You cannot impose an export tax, only mm. an import tax. And believe it or not, at one point in the history of this country, there was no such thing as an income tax. They made their money on 
imposing those tariffs and also those import tax, which is a tariff. So, uh, and you know another thing too. What is it that your village needs? Identify that and answer two questions for me. You have electricity and clean water. Or what should I say sweet water, not salt water? I know you don't have salt water because you land lot. <laughs> Identify that, and I'll tell you how. I, I, you catch me at the right time, and I can put some time on it. I can show you a simple business plan and give you some price ideas how to put that little industry up in your village. I like that. Um, by, by the way, Pianchi, Roger, before before we go on, the only thing the Zambian government protects is its numbers in parliament, period. <laughs> well, they need, they need to be uh, whipped. Well, um, if we go back to what uh, Dr. Patrick was, uh, was saying in the previous uh, segment, all these J.P. Morgans, the what and what, those shareholders, the reason why they are protected, nothing, because those mm-hmm. they, they do something for, 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 for their governments as well. It is time our businesses and as a people, we give uh, our government, our MPs, reason to protect us, other than just saying, you need to protect us. We have to give them reason. Big, 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 mm-hmm. uh, these Republicans do what they do, because at the end of the day, they help keep them in, in office. That's true. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if it will be corruption or oiling them, our MPs, but even engaging them. You know, we don't call like he's already. I don't know. The last time we hear from uh, these people, it's when it is election time. But we should be demanding town halls at least a month. What have you done for us this month? And yeah. Pianchi just offered, and Pianchi just offered us another business proposal. Pianchi, you're on a roll. You're on a roll this morning. Yeah, he's not playing, Doctor Patrick. <laughs> right, he's yeah. not playing. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me say Pianchi, a little bit about the. Um, you made your commitment to come to Dallas. We haven't heard that commitment from you. Pianchi, Pianchi, did you hear my question? Now you have disappeared. Doctor Patrick, see what you have done. You I'm going. Know. I'm going. I'm going to commit for Pianchi. He's going to be there. Kratos, good morning, my brother. Yes. Good morning, um, uh, Roger. I'm 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 50% proud of you for today's meeting with uh, the association uh, uh, in Zambia, and I'm 50% disappointed that you didn't call me to to let me join the uh, the conference call. Yeah, as a yeah, no. as Americans, I don't know if it's American or it's English. We will tell you, can you try again? Try, try again. <laughs> Meaning, the the notice was given after a We started that together. That uh, we were talking of a webinar, and since then you didn't communicate anything to me, Roger. Come on, Roger, you're better okay. than that. Oh, I, I take that. I take that, brother. Don't, don't worry. But I'm still There's very proud that you still picked up. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, I've got some some pictures there. It was solid. We had uh, medical doctors attend. 
We had uh, who are farmers. We had uh, auditors who are farmers attend, the accountants. Wow. Civil servants wow. were, were there. And uh, the yes. sharing by a government official was uh, just marvelous. I wish I had a um, sort of recording that uh, that thing, but I've invited the official. She's going to come on Zambia Block Talk sure. Radio. Um, very, very, very That's soon. good. Because uh, some of the things she talked about, uh, uh, about was um, getting into groups so that we can do something. And I said to her, that is a major problem we have here in the diaspora, just to come together and accomplish yes. projects. We, we, we have a tough time doing that. Please come. She says, I'll be there. Brother Noel, in New York again. Good morning. Let's visit. This Good is morning. the only time actually we talk to some of ourselves here. I don't know what's wrong. We, sh we can't be talking throughout the week. What's wrong with us? That is true. Anyway, that, my true. brother Noel, how are you? I'm very, very well, Roger. How are you? And how, uh, good morning to, to everyone today. else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm okay. Actually, what I've done, I'm not even pumped up. Uh, I started dozing because I've been up since midnight. So okay, I went and yeah. ate some sweets. So it's the sugar which, from the sweets which is doing this to me. All right, sure. And Cletus, I haven't forgotten about you, Cletus. No problem, no problem. Let's let's talk after twelve. Roger, we have to talk after twelve. Nelson, after twelve. <laughs> I like that. I like, no, I, I I'm not to... say, I'm not saying anything today. I'm just listening. No one. <laughs> you 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 just you making that comment has said enough. Bayama, what's up, Good morning. Good morning, Roger, and uh, congratulations for 10 years of service. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, uh, no, we, yeah. Thank you so much. It is a, yes. a milestone, I can tell you, my brother. Um, sometimes we say we wish we were making money over it, uh, but the, <laughs> the love of radio is just uh, sometimes just taken over. We, we need a money guy to be on our side to help us make money. Otherwise, uh, as a group, it's just the love of radio. And I'm sure most of you, the love of this radio, which brings us. But unfortunately, we are in North America, where these things uh, somehow require their uh, resources. So mm -hmm. thank you, my, thank you, thank you, my, my brother. Uh, Nathan, I've said hello to him already. Brother T in St. Paul, Minnesota. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy 10th anniversary. That is correct. Happy 10th anniversary, which we are going to uh, do the icing or the cake on the September 13th and 14th in Dallas, Texas. Be there. I'll try and ask you based on, I found the best on star. Oh, you found him? Where did you find him? He's around, he's around. He found the best one. I put him with the Katsun car. We were trying to help that Chitumbua student who got his 17,000 coins. Check, whatever. So, he's around. Best one is around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Those are founder members. We need uh, every one of them. I've tried, um, I think, looking up the guys uh, in the UK. So, we, we, we hope they'll. They'll, they'll join us. 
Uh, like I said, uh, in five minutes' time, I will we'll be talking to Maurice Maurice Murray. Uh, he's uh, executive director director of um, Friends uh, of Congo. On top of the hour, we are going to be discussing the crushing culture in our country. A government is taking over the mines. One of the one of the two mines there. Um, I don't know what uh, the team is going to uh, to say to say about um, about that. So Nathan, we, we we hope to do some. I don't know what you can call it. Some expose there. Try to, to mm -hmm. go into Mr. Lungu's head. What uh, is the exact message he is trying to to send? In my view, Nathan, as uh, like I was uh, debating on Facebook, he is trying to distract the nation from the damage the culture is doing to to the economy. That is my view. So he wants one way or another blame. Uh, the mines, because things are going to get, uh, sorry to say, nasty. Uh, in two hours yesterday, the rate changed like two times in two hours, uh, depreciated in two times, two times in mm -hmm. two hours yesterday. So today, already the the, the quarter and Canadian dollar is at ten. One uh, one Canadian dollar is ten ten quarter. Um, wow. Three months ago, it was about I think 750. So now, when I send money to Zambia, like we always do, I'm I'm even smiling. It feels so good, but the the pain back home <laughs> is real. Yeah, the pain the pain is real. Um, who wants to go? Musho, what is in your mind, Wantimpa? A lot of things. <laughs> I was, okay. as, as you see, my, the activities on uh, on Facebook uh, are, are just as pumped up. And I was thinking um, about the, the issue that you said you'd uh, discuss um, uh, in the next hour on uh, the relationship between what's happening in the mines and uh, the debt, the huge debt that uh, Zambia has. I think some the, people don't see the connection. That's, it, that's, that's a surprising thing. Uh, it's very surprising that people are also educated and learned and exposed, and yet they think the those two thing. things are separate. Mm. You know, that's a surprising thing. We, what is going on with the culture in the, in the in the country has direct link to what is happening in the mines. Whatever money is being produced in the mines, get what? He's servicing yeah. the euro bonds, yeah. and that's why there's no money in the country. And then people will be saying, "Oh, what is the link? What is the link?" <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, let me uh, connect my friend Morris from Washington D.C., and then we'll we'll pick up from there. Oh, take it for Africa. 
uh, worked uh, organization is made up of uh, a wide range of individuals uh, uh, from other African countries, uh, mm. individuals from the United States, individuals from the Caribbean, um, and of course, it's anchored um, by by Congolese. Uh, but uh, the makeup of the organization uh, is um, quite diverse. Uh, where you have a range of people recognizing um, the significance of, uh, of the Congo to Africa mm. as a whole and the, uh, the attack that Congo has been under. Uh, no other um, black people or African people or African nation mm. has been under the attack that the Congo has been under uh, since the uh, uh, European slave trade. Um, where we saw Congo um, losing half of its population from 1885 to 1908 under the brutal rule of King Leopold II of Belgium, where an estimated 10 to 15 million Congolese perished as the king extracted natural resources from the Congo, uh, particularly rubber and ivory, to fuel modern industries in the West. And again, in, from 1996 to 2007, we saw an estimated 6 million Congolese perish as uh, resources uh, were extracted to fuel uh, the technology industry um, in the West. So uh, there, there is no match when it comes to uh, the type of attack uh, that we've seen on Africans um, uh, like we've seen in the in the Congo, uh, you'd have to go back to uh, the European slave trade to um, uh, find uh, uh, any uh, anything close to what we've uh, we've seen in the Congo over the past 125 years. So, uh, as a result of that, it demands the attention of all Africans, especially considering where Congo's centrality to Africa as a whole. I mean, it's literally, it's the heart of Africa. Figuratively, it's the heart of Africa. And if we uh, liken the African continent to a body, the human body, Congo is the heart. And if the heart is under attack, the uh, heart is suffering cardiac arrest, it shuts the body down. Um, so as an African body, uh, we need to, to respond to the attack that Congo uh, has been under uh, for the last um, uh, 125 years at least. We, we actually talked about this, how, uh, how as a people we have become numb to the problems of Congo. And yet uh, here mm -hmm. this morning, um, uh, Maurice, you are saying there is no match uh, to human suffering to what is going on in Congo. If uh, people took time and just find out what is happening in Congo, right now as we are speaking, it is... Uh, no match, as you said. Right, and and that's on the and Congo is emblematic of the continent as a whole in the sense that, on one hand, we have extreme tragedy, right, which I've laid out in terms of the millions of lost lives lost, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of women um, systematically raped in in the conflict. But on the other hand, we have extreme or enormous potential. Uh, so we're talking about a, a country that's central to the development and the industrialization of the African continent. Yes, uh, it's, uh, e economists say there's an estimated $24 trillion worth of natural wealth 
not not billion, but trillion with a T. Uh, that's uh, around the same as the gross national product of the United States, even more. Uh, it has the agricultural capacity to feed uh, the increase, uh, the expected increase of world population through 2050. The world is expected to add an additional 2 billion human beings, and Congo has that, the potential to feed that many people, meaning that it can feed the entire African continent should its agricultural capacity be fully developed. It has the hydro capacity uh, to provide electricity for the entire African continent, some left over to export to Southern Europe or the Middle East. Um, so uh, the enormous potential that exists in the Congo, if stabilized and controlled by Congolese, controlled by Africans, uh, it can be uh, serve as the engine for the development of the African uh, continent. Uh, France known the famous revolutionary and uh, African thinker, said we, the, the African continent is like a, shaped like a gun, mm. and Congo is the trigger. You pull that trigger, it will set, set off a combustion that ignites the entire African continent. Oh, wow. So the um, potential that exists in the Congo is a key question for all Africans um, because uh, stabilizing the Congo and providing an environment where that potential can be fulfilled and realized would be beneficial um, to, to all Africans. Why do you think that realization has been almost impossible to achieve in Congo, that is, peace in Congo? Well, it, the realization has been difficult and challenging um, because of the uh, array of forces that benefit from Congo being uh, unstable, uh, from Congo being... Uh, 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 impoverished uh, from Congo being plundered. Uh, they're just a ray of forces. You have uh, multinational corporations that benefit because they get access to Congo's minerals for pennies on the dollar when there is a conflict or an unstable government or a uh, a state that's captured by a network of criminals. Uh, you have the multilateral institutions like the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. Uh, you have weak state institutions. They can go in and dictate what happens in the Congo. So the mining laws in the Congo have been written by the World Bank and, of course, written to favor Western finance capital. Uh, you have uh, neighboring countries uh, like Rwanda and Uganda. It's uh, led by... Um, allies of the West who mm. um, serve as proxy forces uh, to plunder the Congo. And so you have the timber and the gold that's in the Congo going through Uganda and being traded to its world markets. Uh, you have the tin and the coltan going through Rwanda and being traded in world markets. To, although Congo has the largest reserves of coltan in the world, Rwanda is the largest producer of coltan. And it's been demonstrated on in a range of studies how uh, Rwanda plunders Congo for its uh, its resources. Uh, so you you have um, 
the local elites in the Congo, who are small, um, comprador class, who benefit at the expense of the masses of Congolese. And they work in cahoots with uh, foreign capital uh, in order to, to pilfer uh, the, the country. I mean, how is it that you have a country that's uh, so rich, uh, but you have 80% of the people living on less than a dollar a day? Uh, you have a per capita uh, income of around $200 uh, a year. Um, so uh, it's um, because uh, the country is being ravaged uh, by, these, uh, by these players, uh, the, the local elites. Um, neighboring countries like Rwanda and Uganda, uh, multilateral institutions like the International Monetary Fund and the, the World Bank, uh, major mining companies like Glencore, who's not only in Congo, but they're in, uh, in Zambia. They are. And uh, the, we know the challenges that Zambians have with, uh, with Glencore in terms of it um, uh, taking taxes uh, or uh, the taxes that are supposed to be going to uh, the Zambian um, state and um, flighting it uh, to, to, to European nations by uh, recording um, high debt and low profits so that they cannot be taxed locally. Um, so um, you have the technology companies like uh, Apple and um, uh, Microsoft, uh, all the companies that uh, need uh, Congo's cobalt uh, to um, support their, their products and the, and the batteries. You have telecommunication companies like uh, uh, Samsung um, and um, other um, telecommunication companies that need Congo's coltan or cobalt for their uh, smartphones and, uh, and uh, technology devices. So, that's, um, that explains, uh, I believe, why uh, it is so challenging because of the array of forces. Now, the equalizer, mm-hmm. equalizer, uh, brother, uh, is the people. And the people can, uh, the masses of uh, Africans and people of goodwill throughout the world uh, know about, uh, mm. can get to know about Congo, know about the, the challenges, know become aware of the fight that's being waged on the ground, and your, I must say your show is uh, an opportunity to reach another audience to let people know, then we can galvanize the, the people, uh, bring them to the side of the Congolese, and wage a dignified battle yes. uh, for peace and stability in the heart of Africa. In fact, um, Congo's slain leader, Independence here, first elected Prime Minister Patrice Lumumba said, uh, to the Congolese people in his last letter, literally from the grave, he said, he said to the Congolese people, we are not alone. He said, Africa, Asia, free and liberated people from every corner of the world will always be found at the side of the Congolese. And it's that appeal that we make uh, to this morning that uh, each and every one of us be found at the side of the Congolese as they wage a dignified battle for, for peace, uh, and for justice in, in the heart of the African continent. That is, uh, that, that is deep. My last question before uh, I invite some of my friends on the call uh, to uh, ask theirs. 
you are in DC. You are in DC, Maurice, and that is where mm-hmm. the power of the universe uh, is. <laughs> yes. Yes. What is our input from our own people, the the, the black caucus? What what are they saying uh, about this problem? Well, um, I mean, the black black caucus is limited in terms of what it can do. Uh, they have some powerful figures who are chairs of um, um, committees in the Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have uh, Congresswoman Karen Bass, for example. She's a chair of the Africa Subcommittee. Um, so she's been consistent in providing a platform for Congolese issues to be discussed in the Congress. Uh, we've participated in one such discussion last year uh, around the, the Congo. Uh, she's been and consistent in calling on the Black Caucus itself to address uh, not only the Congo issue, but issues across the African continent. And um, they've pushed um, the, the State Department uh, to uh, have more um, policies that are more in alignment with what uh, the interests of, uh, of uh, African uh, peoples are uh, throughout the continent. So, uh, but they, their, their influence is, is, is limited. Uh, the the biggest um, influence is going to come from the uh, U.S. citizens, yes. right? It's U.S. citizens that can put pressure on uh, the Congress as a whole, that can put pressure on the administration um, to change its policies. Because right now the U.S. Uh, has a policy of, of war and hypermilitarization. Uh, with the establishment of the African Command in 2008, uh, U.S. military presence on the African continent has grown some 2,000%, uh, uh, almost 2,000%, where they say they're militarizing the continent in order to fight terrorism, but we've seen there's an increase in terrorism. We see where the United States military in cahoots uh, with uh, NATO um, initiated the regime change in Libya, and since that time, it is, um, as a result of the destabilizing of Libya, we've seen um, Africans being enslaved. We've seen the whole Sahel region uh, bordering uh, Libya uh, being in total chaos and really adding to the terrorism problem. So we, um, here in Washington, uh, in collaboration with people throughout the United States, to call on the United States and pressure the United States uh, to um, seat its militarization on the African continent. We, we think of a thousand things that Africa needs. Yeah. Um, U.S. military would not top that list, would not break into that thousand. Um, so that's not, what, uh, that's not an African agenda. That's a, uh, an American agenda. That's a U.S. agenda. And um, that's not in alignment with what's needed. Um, Africans uh, need roads. Uh, clean water, um, electricity, needs uh, uh, jobs, uh, health care, uh, strong educational institutions. These are the things that are, that are uh, food security. I mean, we can run down the list, and military is not there. No. You know, that's, it doesn't, it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, U.S. military presence doesn't um, come up on that list. So, so that, that's what... Um, uh, being in Washington, uh, yeah. as you said, the most powerful nation in the world, um, what, we, um, what we push for inside um, 
inside the uh, the U.S. borders and as it relates to U.S. foreign policy in, in yeah. Africa. As you were, you were speaking, uh, my, my mind just tells me I need to start putting in the, the, these black journalists. Guys, can you please f- say something about Congo? Uh, Oprah Winfrey, yeah, you cannot travel to Congo, but can you please take your camera there? Please, Oprah. You know, it is something. Yes. Even on yes. Twitter, if, if she doesn't reply, she doesn't reply. But I will be begging her. Okay. Oprah, can you please take just a camera to, 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 to Congo? Uh, exactly. Let me go to North exactly. Carolina. Dr. Patrick, you have a comment to our brother Maurice here, encourage him on the work uh, they, are, they are doing. Dr. Patrick. Okay, Dr. Patrick. My brother. My brother. My brother is a historian, uh, and and you need <laughs> okay. history in order to in order to move forward. He he mentioned um, uh, Patrice Lumumba, of course, but he also mentioned the Pan Africanist. So if if you can uh, C L James, and if you can use those names as a guide and moving forward, hey, you remember what Santiana says: those who forget their past are doomed to repeat it. And I was very pleased and proud to hear my brother mention and include history in going forward. So well done, my brother. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, in fact, um, you know, uh, Malcolm X um, said it best. He says, of all our studies, uh, history is best qualified to reward our research. Um, where in a 500-year battle as people of African ancestry where um, Dr. Ivan Van, Ivan Van Sertum, a um, great uh, Guyanese scholar, said that uh, the European slave trade, the extraction of Africans from the continent, was like an atomic weapon being dropped on Africa. Um, so uh, Africans uh, fighting for liberation, we, uh, we must, uh, it's imperative um, that we uh, draw on our history and know our history so that we can have a, a keen sense of what's required of us uh, uh, in our time. It's, uh, this is our time now um, to strike yes. that blow uh, against um, the forces that have uh, kept Africa underdeveloped, um, impoverished, and dependent. And uh, so, so we cannot do that without knowing our history. So uh, thank you, um, Professor. For the, uh, those words. Outstanding. Outstanding. Let's see, he dropped another name, Ivan Van Sertaba. I tell you, this, this brother is all right. And he spoke well, of Malcolm I X. Dr. And... I don't play. I, I don't play these things, you know. I, I bring big stuff. <laughs> right. I tell you. I tell you. Yeah. And uh, they, they best um, to, to, to all those who are going to be uh, listening to the recorded radio and those who are live right now and those who are with me on the call, they, you are my friends on Facebook. I invited you to like uh, uh, Friends of the Congo. Please don't ignore it. That's the most simple thing you can do technology has done. Uh, just go to their Facebook page and like what they do. Uh, every now and then you'll be getting some uh, uh, updates. On, on what is uh, happening uh, in in Congo. It's a list you can do effortless, friends uh, of the Congo. Or if I didn't invite you, please go on Facebook and find them, friends of uh, the Congo, and like uh, their, their page. 
Maurice, finally, as uh, we, we end here, uh, if there is uh, anyone who wants to say something, please uh, indicate uh, to me, and uh, I'll, I'll let you. Um, uh, Cletus, did you say you wanted to say something? No, it's me. Okay, Nathan in Texas, and then I can go to Cletus in New York. Go ahead, Nathan. Okay, sure. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Roger. Morris, it's nice having you on the show. Uh, you've, you've mentioned a few things here that thank stood you. out to me. Uh, the the so-called powers that be, or what you may call superpowers, I said earlier there's no such thing as a superpower. Every country is a superpower in its own right. So mm -hmm. we know that the so-called superpowers have chosen to live in their hypocrisy by telling us North Korea is a problem, Iran is a problem, and yet there are these mm -hmm. issues to do with Congo, Somalia, and other places. Putting aside the hypocrisy of the so-called superpowers, what should we do to get involved and make a difference? Thank you. Thank you for the question. Um, uh, one of our um, uh, the lights that we look up to, one of our ancestors from Trinidad, um, Kwame Ture, um, formerly known as mm. uh, Stokely Carmichael, and wrote a book uh, for the Black Power. And he said to organize, organize, organize. He'd always insist uh, that as uh, people of African ancestry, we need to organize. So um, that's what we do. Um, uh, every day we're organizing on the ground in the Congo. Um, mm -hmm. Congo you know, the African continent as a whole is uh, made up of really of teenagers. The median age in the Congo mm. is 17. Um, so we have a particular wow. focus on the youth and organizing. Uh, so one thing that people can do to get involved is to support uh, organizing efforts on the ground, not just in the Congo, but really throughout Africa, because uh, the youth mm. we're working with in the Congo, they're, they're pan-Africanists, and they engage Africans uh, throughout the continent and beyond. So we have a website. It's uh, Telema, T-E-L-E-M-A, Telema.org. Uh, so we encourage people to go on that website. The moment you go on the website, there's a form that's going to pop up. It takes about 10 seconds, okay. not more than that. Okay. You put in your email address and your name and uh, to join up to our email list, and we follow up with you and uh, let you know how you, all the things you can do to be a part of the, the movement and support our, our efforts. So I'm going to repeat that website again. It's T-E-L-E-M-A.org, Telema in order to um, support a movement on the ground. Uh, if you have platforms, network, we would like for you to provide us, um, share this information uh, that you've uh, received today with your network and encourage mm -hmm. people in your network uh, to support our, uh, our work, whether if you, are, you have a broadcast platform uh, um, like I'm on this morning. I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to be on. Uh, if you're a part of a university, um, or high school, uh, invite us in mm. to come and speak to your university, to the students and professors. We can come in person or we can come virtually uh, in order to, um, to uh, share what's happening uh, in the Congo and how people can, can be involved. But overall, just uh, uh, leverage your network in order to um, uh, educate people about what's happening and bring us in in order to uh, let people know how they can, uh, can get involved. And finally, 
uh, every year in October, uh, we've been doing it for mm. over a decade now. We have what we call Congo Week. And Congo oh, Week wow. is a week where people throughout the globe, in the third week of October, I believe it's October 13th to 16th this year in 2019, I'm sorry, October 13th to 19th uh, this year in 2019, where people throughout the globe, they take a week to commemorate the millions of lives that have been lost in the Congo and to uplift Congolese um, culture. And there's a website that people can go to to find out more about how they can be a part of Congo Week, and that's congoweek.org, C-O-N-G-O-W-E-E-K.org. So those are the, some of the ways that people can, uh, can get involved in supporting the work on the ground, the organizing, the heavy lifting, and then supporting mm-hmm. the work on the outside, which is the awareness raising, the consciousness raising. Uh, and those are um, uh, two ways uh, people can immediately um, be a part of the, the movement, the movement for, for mm-hmm. peace, uh, the movement for justice, and the movement for human dignity in the heart of the African continent. Excellent, Maurice. Okay, uh, uh, I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes, okay. uh, go- good job, uh, Maurice. Uh, my question is, um, do you have um, any communication with um, the Congolese embassy or their mission in, in New York? I'm saying this because me and Roger tried um, last week to to try to communicate and talk to these two missions, and we were not successful. Uh, also, mm. do you have any contact with uh, the African Union about the Congo issues? Wow, those are good questions. Um, first of all, uh, most of, most of our work is um, uh, is done at the level of the the masses of the people, um, mm. and less at the level of the the elite. Um, so we wow. are in the communities um, in the Congo, in the communities here in the U.S., um, throughout Latin America, throughout Europe, throughout Africa. Uh, so that that's first and foremost that the 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 masses. The oppressed masses, as Kwame Nkrumah talked about in his, um, you know, uh, incredible work, uh, class struggle in Africa, though that's our priority. Now, that being said, uh, we have we engage at uh, at elite levels as well. Um, uh, we have um, uh, brought in uh, the former um, UN uh, Congolese UN ambassador Ileka. He's no longer there. Uh, at events that we have in uh, in New York um, to um, get them to connect with the community. Uh, we have what we call Congo in Harlem, and it's uh, that occurs during Congo Week. And it's a week of film screenings, um, presentations, uh, workshops, uh, just really uh, uh, getting people ensconced uh, in Congolese culture and what Congo has to offer to the world. Um, so... Uh, if you need to be in communication with folks at um, the mission, we can, can assist you with that um, offline or even here in D.C. Uh, and the African Union, uh, you know, the African Union um, has a, a representative in, in Washington. They have an office here in Washington. And um, I think next week, actually, I'll be uh, doing uh, an event with uh, Ambassador Arikana. Uh, who represent the African Union here in Washington. And uh, uh, earlier in February, I believe, uh, we had uh, in New York, 
Uh, we are part of a formation called the Pan-African Unity Dialogue, uh, where we um, had the African Union um, representatives come to talk about how local organizations can engage with the African Union to advance uh, the uh, 2063 agenda of African Union to advance the uh, the sixth uh, region um, um, entity or concept that the African Union had developed. Um, so uh, on that level, too, we can um, certainly facilitate some contacts. Okay, thank, thank you uh, very much. Uh, on the, I don't know if it's a positive note, uh, uh, Maurice, you would like to know that uh, the new president uh, of Congo is the, the first guy to visit uh, Rwanda in 20 years. Uh, he's mm. been, yeah, so it seems like Congo and Rwanda have been uh, at, at, at loggerheads. Now, if we see these two people start to talk, I, I just read about it yesterday. I, I felt so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt for good, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Maurice. This is uh, one thing I think we will be pushing even our government to engage more. My friend, I am so grateful. Um, like I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm ready just to lead an effort uh, here in in Calgary. Uh, I'll do, I'll, I'll do yeah. just anything. Uh, looking at those young people suffer the way they have suffered, I have started asking a lot of questions. Asking God why, yeah. why these people mm. have been chosen to suffer this long. So I am willing to do some, something, something about it within my little powers. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. We really appreciate that. Canada is a key country as it relates to Congo, Africa overall, and, uh, and the global south. Um, you know, uh, of course, Canada and its Toronto Stock Exchange is the um, uh, go-to uh, location for mining companies throughout the world. Uh, the majority of capital raised uh, for mining um, in Africa and other parts of the world is raised on the Toronto Stock Exchange. So being in Canada uh, and uh, understanding the role that mining plays in Africa and in Congo, certainly in Zambia, uh, you're strategically located in order to um, reach out to the Canadian population to enroll uh, Canadians in uh, this uh, battle uh, to confront uh, the exploitation of African resources by global mining companies, the majority of whom raised their capital on the Toronto Stock Exchange. So I certainly will be following up with you around that. We're empowered, Nathan. I don't know if you heard that. Maurice, have a good weekend, my brother. Yeah, thank you thank for you. taking up your thank time. Thank you. You too. And uh, I'll, we'll be in touch. All right, now. Be well. Thank, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was uh, Maurice from uh, Friends of the Congo uh, sharing with us. Um, the work they are doing. Uh, Nathan, one of those shows, you listen to someone, uh, either you keep quiet or you are moved or something. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, Roger, this, this, this is what you and I have said over the years. This, this is not a coincidence, okay? These things are not coincidences. And this is what, like you said, if we wanted to make money, it's not about money. 
we do this for the love of country. Now, country here is not just Zambia. It's anything that affects a brother, somebody who mm-hmm. is going through a Big situation region. that needs my attention and that needs my help. Mm-hmm. This is what Zambia Block Talk Radio is about. Like we have said, we talk about things which regular networks and big media don't want to talk about. You know, I'm laughing to myself, Cletus. I'm like, you can't get through to the Congolese embassy. You couldn't get through the Congolese embassy. How about that? Yeah, we tried. How about that? Almost 20 minutes, 30 Mm -hmm. minutes, we tried. Yeah. Why? I mean, I'm saying to myself... (laughs) And and, and imagine a Congolese national is in trouble. He wants to get in touch with his embassy. Imagine that. Wow, amazing. So, simply put, this is what ZBTR is about. This is what we are about. Bringing attention to the world about things that nobody wants to talk about. That's what we are. Okay. And thank you, Dr. Patrick, for encouraging... Yeah, the, the man was dropping some words, I, uh, some names I never, <laughs> I never even knew. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, uh, oh, thank yeah. you for that. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Doctor Patrick, uh, I, I, I really want to do something uh, uh, before I leave this uh, eighth of, of hours. Uh, again, when I see what is uh, going on in that uh, part of the world, uh, it really moves your heart. Uh, why um, people so blessed with everything he was saying here, 24 trillion worth of uh, minerals, and yet they live in the... Anyway. Um, to to, to that point, Roger, to, little... to, before, before yeah, you turn your attention, to that point, Roger, Dr. Patrick, what a bunch of hypocrisy. You see, did you hear the companies he mentioned? Apple. Microsoft, and you yes. see, oh. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying, Dale, yeah, I'm saying to myself, and you are trying to tell me North Korea is a problem, and here are the multinational companies who are benefiting in a country which people are not benefiting from the wealth of the minerals. In the, this is what I wanted to discuss with the guy in my first segment, Roger. We have so much mineral wealth but we don't benefit from it. There's something wrong no. with that picture. There's something definitely wrong. And uh, Roger, part yeah. of um, that something which is wrong is ourselves. Sometimes yes. we want to, to play a small, small game. Uh, Dr. Patrick has always told us we are always playing checkers instead of mm-hmm. paying attention to chess. Yes. But we're, Roger, we're learning. Roger, I'm we're learning, learning as Yes, we are. Can I make can I make a comment, Roger? Am I on? Yeah, please go ahead, Moonshot. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you are you are kind of you just made a good uh, uh, comment at the last time here. It says sometimes we are easy on ourselves. I think you made it easy for him, uh, uh, Roger. I didn't want to come in, but uh, uh, being from the Copper Belt. I love Congo, and uh, being uh, uh, someone from Rwapola, I always can be said uh, you 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 are Congolese, you know. Uh, people mm-hmm. labor us as uh, Congolese, but Congo has problem too. And for someone who has uh, said in the United States, uh, when we start, when we want to 
if we keep uh, putting blame on uh, the Western world, I don't think we're going to develop, you know, because look at Congo. Does he have the check and balances? You know, how can you do a business and uh, be accountable to your people without check and balances? There's no rule of law. There's no court, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, my, myself, I was thinking like, uh, you know, if I went to Congo and I got in trouble, I can be speeding in the United States and I go to court, you know, by myself as a Zambian. And they're going to go by the law uh, how to treat me. But if I go to Congo as a Zambia, and uh, they said, Mbote, uh, Mbote, um, you know, uh, about, you know they will arrest me and they'll, they'll make sure that uh, 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 they'll charge me with, uh, uh, I don't even know what to describe. Vanessa <laughs> uh, and you're from, uh, from uh, Mufira there. You know, we wanted to do. We used to go buy used clothing in uh, in uh, in Congo there. The way they used to be Zambians, you know. And then you're gonna come and blame the Western world that uh, because of uh, you know. And uh, if you want to real to be uh, honest to African people, open the media up. Let them have YouTube. Take YouTube all over the world, the, the villages, and let the young people judge themselves. You know. Instead of uh, always uh, trying to say uh, the multi the multi uh, uh, nationals, they come to take us our minerals when we don't have a uh, 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 rule of law. When uh, if, if the, the reason Rwanda is doing that because at least uh, Rwanda they have uh, some rule of law, you know. So I think you are kind of. I mean, it's a good thing you brought him, but uh, you are kind of easy on him, you know. <laughs> Can I can I say something also quickly, Roger? Yeah, go ahead, Mush. But, but was that Vayama, right? What's the way? Yes, what's the Okay, how are you feeling, Yama? It's encouraging that you are back. Uh, first of all, Maurice, Maurice, I don't, Maurice, I don't think Maurice is Congolese. Oh, it's from Trinidad. Yeah, it's not Congolese per se. So they are just people of the heart okay, then, then, for Congo. Then I take my words back if it's not Congolese. Sure, sure, sure. The, sec- okay. the second uh, thing is... Uh... Go ahead. The, the second Hello? thing is... Uh... The, the second thing is... Uh... The reason why people blame, you know... Of course, of course, uh, the nationals have also a responsibility. The reason why a lot of people put blame on multinationals, the CIA, and all these big governments, is the French, the Belgians, is because they have an invisible hand in Congo, and they don't want Congo to be organized, you know, so so that they keep plundering it. It helps them when Congo is disorganized right right, right now that they can get all the, the necessary minerals that the, their big companies need to thrive. I don't think so, Clarence. You know? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't you know? think it helps them if we, if we follow. You know, the, 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 the reason I said I take back the words that I said because he's not a Congolese, you know. If you look at, uh, you know, you read the history of Congo, you know, uh, uh, this plane they are not using anymore. The fastest plane used to Concord. 
Can yes, you imagine the president of Congo uh, one time he ordered uh, some uh, beverage from uh, yes, United Kingdom and they daughter, used the daughter, yeah, I remember. I, I remember you know, that Mobutu had uh, everything, the cake baked in Paris, and uh, the chefs they cooked in Paris for the wedding of the daughter. I remember all that. And if you travel, if you travel around Congo, you know, you see infrastructures. They wanted to do, you know. And everything has gone to ruin, you know. No, not nobody. There's there's so much history in that country, you know. But there uh, is, you know. Uh, the the Yama, the the argument is this. Uh, to Cletus's point is that you see, remember, Maurice has mentioned Apple, Microsoft. Uh, I bet there are a lot of Samsung, kind of companies we yes. Samsung. We can you see that that mean there are a lot of minerals in there which work in these. Uh, uh, electronic Yama, the thing is, if there's no structure or rule of law, these guys literally get these things for free. Free. Because they pillar tax. This is the issue that President Lungu is dealing with the mines in the country. That's another story. I'm just giving an example. No structure, no rule of law. No organized government, people get away with stuff. That's what the issue here, Yama, is. So if they can get away with stuff, they'll thrive on that. These Yama, guys don't have a heart, Yama. They don't care. If they no, no. cared, they, if, no, no, no. if they cared, if they cared, they would have said, "We are not buying these things from Congo until there is water yeah. there." Yama, na uh, you know, if if uh, let me say the the apples they don't go and do business in uh, in uh, in that, then we have uh, certain governments who are not uh, for human rights and stuff like that, because all those things they used to control the world, you know. So uh, I mean, uh, Apple is forced to go and say. Yeah, that, yeah, you, know, sure. you, are, you are right. What you are you are you are, you are saying, saying that uh, but, the Congolese people. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say they are 100% to blame. The same problem you find Yama today in Congo is probably, are you going to say the poverty which is in Zambia, are you going to blame the Zambian people? Maybe we can. But a lot of what we face and experience in Africa, it is our leaders. We cannot blame the people. It is our leaders. We have the same problem in Africa. Of course, our leaders. Yes, Someone yes, stops yes. the other person. You cannot go to church because you are in the opposition. I was doing analysis with Nathan. Do you know what that invites? Those, those are actions which invite militias in the country. When the police cannot protect me, guess what? I'll find my own protection. Mm-hmm. So this is what we have uh, uh, in Congo. Yes. The people maybe can, can rise up, but they'll die. So our, our, it is the leaders we've had. Uh, this Mobutu Seseko was one of the leaders. These Kabilas who came there were one of the leaders. Mm-hmm. They have oppressed our people. It, is not, it, it cannot be fair to 100% blame the people. We have the same experience. In Uganda, the leaders we have, we had the same problem in Zimbabwe. See what has been left of Zimbabwe? In Zambia, we're experiencing the same problems. Why? Because of the leadership we have. We can fight back. Some countries are fighting back. 
uh, Algeria has just fought back and they've chased away their president. Sudan have just fought back. The people have, so, have fought back. But mostly, Rayama, it is the leaders we have. These people, they choose to connive with the Western powers who can be in the position to support them. Patrice Mulumumba, one of the reasons he died, he was standing for the people. And therefore, the That's CIA fine. took him out. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> sure. That, that, that's the same point we made earlier in the show, Yama, when I talked about Libya, okay? <laughs> you look at the economy of Libya, the way it was under exactly, the Exactly, Exactly. Yes, that's, well, the well, well, that's the point. That's the point. Yeah, Yama, I, I, I differ you with, uh, with uh, Libya and, uh, you know, it is... Uh, I, no, I, I'm not saying Gaddafi was not a dictator. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. He was I'm saying he was. Okay, he was. But the issue is who decides who becomes yeah. president of a country. Another country yeah. decides who becomes president of another country? No. I so don't is Libya better now? No, it's no, not. Every, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere somebody or Iraq, decides or Iraq, to Is there. Iraq better? Yeah. Traitors everywhere where somebody else decides the leader is no good for the people to get worse fair. after that fair. leader. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So let the people decide for themselves. Yes. So we can't blame the people. I, I, I think we all agree on that. We, we, we can't definitely mm-hmm. blame, uh, blame the people. People, the Congolese, are victims, I am. They are victims mm-hmm. uh, through and, and through. It is the apples of this world who are benefiting. Those people can start tomorrow and say we are not getting anything. Museveni uh, um, and his friend in, in, in Rwanda, they can probably start to help Congo to stabilize. Uh, Zambia included, yeah. we are the neighbors there. We can begin to help uh, those people. It's a shame when you see what is happening in Congo. It is a shame. Let's go to Zambia. We shall end it uh, to Zambia. I, I didn't know Dr. Patrick I was going to make it the whole two hours today, but uh, these things gives you uh, energy as, uh, as, as, as it were. Uh, our quarter is um, uh, facing some very serious uh, pressures. Uh, we've lost quite a bit, and I'm not sure we are going to survive. I'm not sure. Kretas, you and I were defending our statement there. Any relationship between what the president said, um, airport, and what the the four, the eurobond, and the quacha? Any relationship? Make some links. People are listening. As 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 today, the quacha is the second worst current Ooh. for 2019. Ooh. You know. So it doesn't mean it's the cheapest, but it's the second worst performing. Like we have been falling. That we are the second worst, you know, in the world. So what what it is, it's like markets react to stability. So mm-hmm. once the president, the, last week, last week um, President Trump failed to negotiate tariffs with the Chinese. And all the stocks back the following day. You know, so perception is what the economy hinges on. If the president is careless, there are some pronouncements that presidents make off the cuff just for 
you know, to pacify their, their politics, they would harm, they can harm the economy. They can harm the performance of the, the, the local currency. And that's what happened with uh, President uh, Lungo. That's why he was supposed to be careful. You see, there's a problem with the mines and the way they dodge taxes, how they evade taxes, you know, and if they are going to continue, the way they scare the government, how they um, they um, twist the government, they say, oh, if you don't give us extra tax break, we, we are going to close this mine or we're going to close this shaft, we are going to lay off people, and, and, and then politicians are become jittery and, 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 and they have to give give them whatever they demand. You know, so KCM has been playing that game and even the, the, the mines in South Africa used to do that. What the president was supposed to do is not to come off the cuff and make those statements. Okay. They sound like yeah. a strong man, yet they are harmful. Uh-huh. He, 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 he didn't say anything. He said he's going to consult the, the attorney general. You, you are making a very big pronouncement before you even have your legal team tell you what, what is going to happen. You know? Yes. So people are happy. Some people are happy. Oh, yes, now he has shown some strength. Yet he didn't say anything concrete there. I can bet you in the back he's negotiating with those, those uh, mine owners. Exactly. Exactly. My, my connection, uh, people, uh, those listening uh, live and uh, everyone here, my, my connection, Kratos, uh, is that um, the president can see um, the economy collapsing uh, over the collapse of the Kwacha. He's, they are seeing that in Lusaka, in State House. They don't even have the dollars to put into the treasury to cover the, the loss. Because the, this is what happens in Asani, eh? when uh, your, your, your currency is uh, driving uh, south. If you have some money in the reserve, you pump in, yeah. and that can help uh, pump up your, stop the bleeding, so to say. Mm-hmm. They don't have a penny. They don't have a penny to do that. So they know things are going to become very, very dicey. One of the reasons I think we've done analysis on this radio, in 2013, I don't know if it's 2011, Zambia was paying something like $63 million a year in interest. The loans, the repayment, $63 million okay. per year. Today, they are paying $63 million per month. So bondholders, they know our, 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 our culture is in trouble. They are dumping it. They don't want anything to do. This is what is happening. So when I see the president move from Lusaka to the Copper Belt and uh, say what he said about the mines, he knew that also is going to add on the pressure of, uh, of, of the quacha, is going to add on the depreciation. Guess what are people are going to say? Yes, he's strong, he's standing up to the mine. Yes, we can allow the quacha to fall. When in fact, the quacha has already been falling from the falling, problems yeah. he has acquired in yeah. Lusaka, from the loans. Yeah. So people will be fought. Oh, we are losing the, the currency, we are losing the currency because of uh, the president is chasing the miners. This is, the, to me, it was just a trick for them to, because you, there's no way a president will make such an irresponsible and aggressive statement. You heard it, Nathan. It was aggressive. Yeah. These people have been stealing from us. That's the statement he used. The, the miners have been I'm, I'm, stealing I'm, from us. You see, 
there's a difference between making, like Cletus has said, making a genuine, authentic policy statement off the cuff and making a statement to appeal to your base. Like they say here, Trump makes statements to appeal to his base, and it ends up backfiring. Okay, Do you see, when you insult people like that, that's an insult, actually. That was yes. demeaning. Yes. Yes. meaning to your economic partners who bring and contribute so much to the to the to the what do you call it to the treasury of the nation mm-hmm. by way of many many what do you call it by different ways of that mining operation going on in the country and then you get off the plane at the airport and you make a statement like that no if we need to divorce let's divorce you yes. politicians, you yes. need to account for a statement like that. And I don't know how those, the Barrick Gold and Lumana mine people and the KCM exactly. are. Exactly. Like, in, in like Zambia, let us what you're saying. In Zambia, Anasan, what you're saying, the politicians know the mines are the enemy of the people. We don't like the mines to what they have done. And we all know our politicians don't have the backbone to stand up to the mines. And now, here in a desperate move, because of what is happening to the Kwacha, they have to find a reason, a survival reason here. And what we are promising them, it won't work. The Kwacha is falling because of a borrowing. Don't even try and mm. uh, lie to the Zambian people. Oh, now look. It has become worse because we have cho- we have we have chased your enemy away. That's why it won't work. That is in in in, in my view. Titus, Landapo boy, we we need more fire. Hello, sorry. Ah, it's it's very interesting how the comments come up. Of uh, it, it tells you how somebody is not ready and uh, maybe overreacting to emotions. He might have a point, but there's a way to put it diplomatically when you are addressing something. Like Nathan said, you don't want to straight away like you are disrespecting people, insulting them. They are the same people you're going to sit on the table to negotiate. And remember, when you're doing that, you can't have a situation where you insulted them and you're begging them. It shows that your stance as a principled person keeps switching. If you're going to stand on that uh, note uh, that you can tell uh, them uh, all, uh, you should stand firm to that. But for you to control this squash and stuff, you got to work with them somehow. You know, I, I don't agree that uh, that uh, that comment was an emotional comment, which was that question was framed and planned in state house in Osaka. They know everyone is going to say, "Oh, this is irresponsible." Some people will say this is irresponsible. Some people are going to say it's tough. But at the end of the day, they understand in state house that could be a good excuse for the continued deterioration of the culture. They understand that. Okay? Now the government is saying they've actually today in the reports that news diggers they are saying they've uh, taken over uh, KCM as a, a government has taken over one of the mines. 
What does that? What does mm-hmm. this mean, uh, Kesi? What does this mean? Cletus. Uh, yes. Government has, yeah, government has taken over the the mine. Uh, we, we know this is a troubled mine, by the way. This is a troubled mine, and you know, and, uh, um, and you see, this is the, the tricky part, gentlemen. Casey, uh, is it Casey? KCM. Uh, maybe this guy they are linked. How, how come he's KC and they're KCM? Anyway. Has <laughs> uh, $3 billion in loans, $3 billion in loans in Congola in debt, that mine. So here KCM. you are as a Mr. Lungu, you are struggling to pay your own in Congole. So you want to take over someone who has $3 billion in Congole on your own. Instead of allowing that mine maybe to wind up in a certain way, where uh, where they deal themselves with the uh, with the with the debtors, the people who owe the money, they deal with them and they wind down or they go bankrupt on their own. That in Congole may have to shift to the new owners, who is the Zambia uh, Zambia Fimofim, Zambian government, who is willing to buy that mine with that kind of debt. In <clears throat> okay, Roger. You know the way I know it is that um, um, with KCM, maybe I may be off a little bit uh, in the in the information. Zambia, the CCM IH has twenty uh, percent interest. Yes. In uh, but they have what they call is the golden share, which means uh, with votes. They are the majority in voting, okay? So okay. if they they have to separate uh, KCM from, um, uh, I mean, if they have to let go of the other shareholders, uh, then KCM, uh, I mean, this is MIH who have, uh, you know, the say, the big say. And that means if they owe money, you know, the they, they, they green cove has to, as to also, you know, they, they will share the, the burden. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, but it's something that our government, if they had money, because they are broke, and, you know, that's even not a, it's not a mean statement. Our government in Zambia is dead broke because they didn't plan for the debts that uh, they started uh, accruing from uh, President Sata, since President Sata. And people are happy about what they are doing all these roads, they are doing all this, they are building universities, they are building clinics and hospitals, but you need, they needed to plan where this money was coming from and what, what was going to be the effect in the future. You know, and it's not like they, 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 they don't have planners in the Ministry of Finance and and, and Bank of Zambia, they have very fine brains there, just that like the politicians were bulldozing those, those, you know, uh, acquiring those debts. So if they had money, the government of Zambia can take over the mines, if they had money, you know, and they borrowed just to invest into the mines. Like I said, Chile. Chile has uh, two types of ownership of mines, the, 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 the government and the private. You know, so that way, you see, they can even have um, an upper hand in saying, you know, this is how much you are producing here. How come you guys are not making profit? It's yes. easy for the mines now yes. to cheat. It's very easy. They don't have a comparison. 
So that, that's where we are. If we had money, a lot of people have said, take over the mines, invest into it, you know, take off, take off government interference in, in the running of the mines, they'll be very profitable. Our mines will be very profitable. We do have a lot of, you know, uh, copper ore down there. That's where we are. And uh, quite uh, rich uh, ore. Uh, that is all yes. the Congo, yes. the Congo belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congo belt. Uh, Glencoe, we know these are crooks. They have been stealing from they us. Are, they, they are crooks. Yeah, they are crooks. They are known crooks. Uh, having known said that, crooks. We, it was a very surprising statement um, to, to say what they said, because that would scare away other investors who want to come that, to Zambia. We have uh, a problem. country, a lawless country, where they can just wake up and uh, get your minds, you, you know. So, anyway, unless uh, there are others who want uh, to give a comment, Dr. Patrick, if you wanted to comment on this, uh, I actually planned to end the show today uh, 30 minutes earlier because I had overnight uh, doing some meetings with uh, my, um, my, my friends. Uh, Dr. Patrick, any any comment? Otherwise, uh, it is raining outside. I'm going to I'm going to bed. Uh, maybe, actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Ten years, ten years uh, anniversary coming up. Um, September thirteenth and the fourteenth, Nathan. Uh, ZPTR.org, yeah, org. get your ticket there. We are going to have a lot of uh, a lot of things. People who have been on the show, uh, we want to invite members of the diaspora uh, to come and share their experiences uh, there. So it's going to be a very exciting time. Dr. Patrick is one of our speakers. Uh, yeah, so we're going to see what we have done as a small... Um, I would say a very effective group uh, to be here at Kenya's. It's no small change. If I was putting yeah, away, uh, I don't know if it's $100 every week, I'd probably be very rich today. Uh, I, would, I think I'll start. <laughs> it's you know, another 10 years I'll, I'll start. Have a good weekend, everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll link up next week. <laughs>
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere where even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.